You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Every week, but welcome back to another episode. We mean it every time. <laughs> Do we mean it last? Tacos. Hey, y'all. I'm your host, Sparkle. I'm Tina D. And the letter of the day is N. It sure is, nigga. <laughs> but not today, Satan. Oh, okay. There needed to be one. somebody's topic. <laughs> not today, Satan. I not about today, it. Satan. I just felt like that. It, that doesn't need to be. Ain't rest- that a part of Game of Thrones? What don't they have a not today thing? Yeah, something happened. Something not today, girl. I'm not even about to try. Yeah, I I'm not never, a Game of Thrones person. I've but never watched it. Something about the, not today. By the time I think somebody said that as they went to go do destroy, some shit, yeah, destroy some. That was like a battle cry or something. I like that though. It was a, it was a cool ass battle cry. Oh yeah, no, that's not shit's dope. today. I know I was, that's right. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure every black person say that shit. Girl, too, every say, day, all day. Not today. Not you won't. today. <laughs> As a quick aside, I just recently saw a meme of it was the cues they were marching. It looked like New Orleans. Girl, I saw the same <laughs> this, one. This white woman thought she was gonna start bouncing around like these monkeys, and this black woman came and pulled her back. snatched her ass the fuck up out of there. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to every other, every black woman everywhere that cares about and protects the culture at all costs. At costs. all costs. That, sis Step and Stephanie no. had to get her ass the fuck up out of there. Yes. Ooh, it just touched my and soul. And I appreciate that, you know, she was dragged the fuck off the stage. I off, mean. Off the set by a black woman. It was honestly, nice. It was lovely to watch. That black woman saved her life because she really if did, you've ever the been. Because wasn't having that shit. They will stomp they you into the ground. your ass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She saved up life is what she, she did. did. She really did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For, mm-hmm. In a multitude of ways. But For anyway. Sure. She did. So today, the letter of the, of the day is in. It sure is. And what is the taco of the day, Tina D? So. Tina Dynamite. Oh, that's so sweet. I should put that on some shit. <laughs> You're so nice. Um, what but you yeah, got for us? I have a taco just for you. Oh, just for me? Just for you. I've been on a roll. For me? For you. Happy birthday, homeboy. <laughs> I'm for me? Ca- I'm going to put a candle in it for you, too. Aww. After I cook this shit all day, because it's a slow cooker taco, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's some thought out shit. Hell yeah. That's a premeditated taco. It is, because I know it's your birthday, <laughs> and I know you want fucking tacos. I love it. <laughs> so, anyway, this particular slow cooker uh, taco is a pineapple pulled pork fucking taco oh i feel like jason momoa needs to pop up with a haka for us right <laughs> so that's the flavor profile we're going with okay. it is very jason momoa yes. and i mean that in all the love and respect to both him and his lovely wife who i respect i'm certainly making that a hashtag for this episode <laughs> very jason momoa i just it's like the sound jason of that momoa. it sounds perfect it is it has those hawaiian sort of Ooh, flavors hawaiian undertones because you have the momoa. pork Right, the slow cook pork mm-hmm. because oh, dream of mine! I swear to God, get a full pig, put it on an actual spit, and yes. just roast this it. This is a legit dream, y'all. Oh, like she talks about this shit God. all the time. I just want to be able to do it, like dig the hole and just do it in your yard, like 
quality myself. I love it. But so that's so the closest that I can get on a weeknight, which will probably be when your birthday falls, is a slow cooker. So you get your you get your po- your pork what shoulder or whatever, okay, and you throw it in the slow cooker, and you let that shit just fucking cook all day in the juices in the pineapples Ooh, juices. Okay, now you're making it gross. I'm not. I'm literally <laughs> thinking about the pork juices. But see, this is the thing. The thing that makes it so great, which is this epic debate about like pineapples and where they belong. Fuck y'all. The thing is. <laughs> You know, like pineapple pizza thing that yeah, people have that people big issue. Like to, yeah, that shit is nasty. The nice thing about it on something like pork, which is particularly salty, which makes it particularly savory, is then you have this nice, not super overt, it's not like a cloying sweet, but a nice, more subtle sweet to cut the saltiness of the pork. Okay. And then you put that in your taco. You do not put cilantro on it because fuck Keep that shit. that shit but you can use some of like the queso fresca instead of like your traditional cheese because it makes it like lighter because the pineapple makes you want it to be less heavy mm-hmm, like you don't mm-hmm. want to put your you don't want to put like your summer taco it is i like that and it's summertime bitch yes. <laughs> let's finally sum- hopefully like i can never count on it like i live in the midwest so today sure yeah today could be 80 we could be at the splash pad like at, at 9 a.m and then by 10 p.m it's like it's fucking, fucking snowing put on it, your boots it's snowing <laughs> that shit is so disheartening it's it gives me trust issues with weather like right? i go places it gives have... me trust issues it just enhances my <laughs> pre-existing trust issues well like i go to places that have nice weather like fucking california yeah. and i still carry an umbrella around and they're like, like what's wrong what the with fuck this is bitch? wrong with you? i got trust issues this shit is fucked up here no for real but um but yeah so it's a nice summer taco and then Again, because it's in the crock pot, if you have your little barbecue, you have your little cookout, your little, you know, kickback, whatever the fuck you're going to do, you, you, this is something you can turn on while you cleaning your house That's and surprise, nice. it's all ready together you know for what? you. You know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you, you baby. You clean that shit up, dog. One time for the one time. <laughs> I appreciate it. God bless you. That was yeah. great. So, slow cooker pineapple. Um, pulled pork tacos. Okay, that's my taco. That's a good taco. I like solid. It. Thank you. Yeah, unlike yeah. you know my shit for for M, it was a little a little <laughs> shaky. <laughs> Tell me about it. But here we are. <laughs> new day. New, new day. day. New day. <laughs> new nigga. New day. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> So the letter of the day, uh, once again, is N. Yeah. And we're going to let you go first, Tina D. What is your N? Well, before we do N, I think that it is kind of, it's, oh, it's time. Oh, yeah. It is time. It's time yep. for us to reflect mm-hmm. as women, as sister friends mm-hmm. on these niggas. <laughs> and that's not my N. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so out of respect to some of y'all that are, if you like myself, sometimes you get a week, maybe two weeks behind in your podcast. We're not going to judge the nigga from last week, but every other nigga is up for grabs. <laughs> All right. Okay. Because it's been a while. We need to start asking our audience mm-hmm. what they what they like, what they dislike. Okay, so we, so we did the ride home. 
with I think it's time for another ride. Jerron with uh Voice the Villain. Yes. And B Smitty. Correct. And so now who came after them? We had a slew of niggas we and did. we just kept running through them, bitch. So okay. <laughs> so we had Kari Frazier. Correct. And we had Maceo. We did. Okay. So let's do those two first. Okay. And let's. then we'll move on. Yes, let's do that. Okay. So I'ma start with you. Okay. About Kari Frazier. Okay. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. I got things to say so, to people. So first and foremost, our first question is, mm-hmm. what? how do you feel he looked, quote unquote, or sounded? Like, how did his voice flow? Did it mesh well with us? Like, what did the day look like? Okay. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing sound effects, guys. I would just like put a personal disclaimer for uh, Tina D and she did not approve any of this I did not support it this is some shit no you know what <laughs> that's he Sparkle looked, decided he looked great he okay. looked great he sounded like he wasn't interested well he was and he seemed like I two other people he was he was seeing two other people oh, so niggas. I just felt like you know like you know maybe maybe it's me you know maybe it's me maybe, maybe. you're not interested in me and maybe. that's cool Maybe everything ain't for everybody, you know. It's fine, and maybe he wasn't for us, but you know, maybe, maybe the maybe the people saw something in him that we didn't. Yeah, maybe, but I doubt it. I doubt it because <laughs> I you didn't know, see it. We dope as fuck, but it's cool. That's fine. Um, did he pay attention? No, you don't think so? I think he was on his phone. I think he was texting. He okay. seems he seemed like a workaholic. Yeah, he and did like he was trying like to get a lot of things do. done instead of like focusing on. Us. I mean, he engaged though when we had like real. He engaged when we had talking about sex. Well, sure. Doesn't it, isn't that surefire way to to? But I want you to listen to me talking to you talking maybe to you about he, Pinterest. But he's but the thing is he dating other bitches, so maybe he had right, to placate so you're them. Not like even but okay, and I appreciate your honesty, but like <laughs> that's you what know, I'm saying. Like if the other bitch, like if Claire Huxtable was texting him, like nigga, what do you do? You want dessert? Are you coming? Are you swinging by later? Like he probably had to reply to that. He text. was texting her and us. <laughs> he wasn't texting right. us at all. He wasn't even here. <laughs> okay. I felt some kind of way about that. Was he nice? He was nice. Yes, he was. Was he weird? No, he wasn't weird. Okay, that, that's good. Um, Does he have kids? It depends on if you count his job. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, he got I'm, a lot of money. I just want to put it out after. there. We'd have been on a lot of dates. Know. And I'm we have some kind of way. I just want you to know. I just want to put it out here. We've been on a lot of dates. And we do not ask about children. And I just can't stress enough i really I think, think his, we need i to. think his job is his his everything his family his wife his bitch his mistress his kids yeah probably i think i can get on board you know with that. so i don't know i felt some kind of way about that i, I didn't feel like a priority i see that I was see. my personal takeaway all right fair enough fair enough all right so finally we gonna love him or we gonna leave him we're gonna we're gonna leave him we're gonna leave him we're gonna leave him alone he is <laughs> he is the first one we have decided to, to leave, leave? Alone. <laughs> I just want you to put that. I just want an inaugural first. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> Which Dun-dun. is for double. <laughs> Congratulations, Kari. You yep. are our first <laughs> nigga we done left. Well, technically second, but you know. Yeah, technically second. <laughs> He's cool, though. All right. All right. Maceo. Next up. Maceo. Maceo. So, yes. Maceo, how did he, what do you think? How did he look slash sound to you? He, first of all, he looked great. Mm-hmm. 
also he sounded he nice little thing thing right? he nice little thing he to look sounded, at he sounded all good he he sounded nice he, he sounded like you know he was into it yes he was into mm-hmm. us for I felt, sure you know i felt seen you know by maceo i felt heard heard in particular by maceo because we're here we're here mm-hmm. hearing each other hearing each other absolutely yeah so yes i would say definitely okay do you so i so next you know obvious follow-up so you felt like um he paid attention i do feel like he paid attention because if you remember he was pulling off stuff that we didn't know nothing about because he did he brought right? a lot of stuff he brought you know what he informed us right he enlightened us he brought new information he brought, he brought something new to the table he sure did yeah he was very engaged yes he was that's the word engaged he was very engaged just yes, not to another bitch not to another <laughs> bitch that's the key Okay, so would you love Maceo or would you leave him? I would love him. Yeah, I would love him too. Like I really enjoy I really enjoyed that. Day. I hope that we can um go on another date with him. Hopefully. I hope that he's available. Hopefully people want to see him again. Yes, hopefully the 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 you know, three and a half people who are listening to this shit. Well, you guys all all the, <laughs> all votes count. Voting all the, listen, matter. And this ain't like USA elections. You can vote multiple times. You then sure again, can. This is like USA elections. You can vote multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> it is all, both amazing and terrible. Just you like know, the show. Feel free to come back and vote for your favorite your favorite bachelor. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Because that's how we do on second dates. Whoever got the most votes. Absolutely. Yeah, date. for sure. Yep. But yeah. Okay. So, so that was the next two. Mm-hmm. So, after Maceo, who do we have? I believe we had um, Black Panther. We did have Black Panther. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. And then after Black Panther... We had Slim. We had Slim. And Slim got lucky. Slim is my favorite. <laughs> okay, first of all, chill. <laughs> So I'm going to let you ask the questions to me about Black Panther. Okay, cool. Somebody want to talk about Slim. I want to talk about <laughs> No. Okay. Oh, so for Black Panther. Yeah. Um, Did you... Okay, so how did you like how how he looked versus, you know, sound? So he looks nice. Okay. Black Panther is an attractive dude. Yes, he is. Um, He sounded kind of like... He sounded a little timid. I'm not going to lie. Like, he was a little, yeah. yeah like, he don't know like, how to smack that ass when you ask him to. It's a little or bit without like... without asking him. Right? It's not about... Sometimes you got to smack that ass without asking, I without see, being asked. I feel like he would do what you asked. He seemed like He would do nice what you asked, yes. But I don't know, like, about the relational initiative. Yeah. He seemed like he has all the professional initiative. Uh-huh. But relationally... And this is the thing. I'm not sure. This is what I'll say. Maybe it takes, you know, like, you know, some people just got to warm up to you. Like sometimes you need like a multiple day and then all of a sudden you find out like, oh, you are this person. Right. But I didn't know that beforehand. So he could have been that. But for me, in comparison to our other guys, he just seemed like a little... A little you know, shy, maybe a little, a little gun shy to just jump in there because you know how we are. If you let us just keep talking, we will just keep talking. Yes. So, a little bit of that from him. I again <laughs> disclaimer: I am not in support of <laughs> flushing whole no, human that beings. That was a roar. That wasn't a flush. That was a roar. That was lion, a lion roar. That's what he didn't have. Yikes. <laughs> I don't know how you thought that made it better, but it did. 
Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, that's how. Okay, so um, was he attentive? He was attentive. I could tell that he was listening, but then that's all he was doing. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't responding. He was listening. I mean, he was listening intently. He was listening intently. He really was. I'm not going to say that he didn't play a psychiatrist. No, he wasn't listening at all. (laughs) Yikes. Shots. Okay. Shots fired. (laughs) No, he listened. He He definitely listened. listened. He listened. Okay. So, would you love him or leave him? Um, Is there a middle one? Cause I would pick that. Um, there's a repeat. There's a try again. There's a maybe. He, he gets a maybe for me. Okay, like that, that's like that's when you go on a second date just to see just which to way see. it falls. He's definitely that person yeah. where I would just just to see. Let's just so we playing roulette. He's green. You land on green. Yep. Like yeah. Yep. That's how that go. Yep. And we gotta we gotta spend that shit again to see where if, see is it gonna where... be red? Is it gonna be black? What we doing here? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? What about Slim? Okay. Bitch, I'm going to give you your fucking day in the sun. And let's talk about <laughs> Slim, shall we? Yes, we shall. I don't even want to ask this question. <laughs> Wait, why are you turning colors? You, okay, so you for bright Slim, red for no reason. Because I know it's getting ready to be some fuck shit. You know I'm about to say some fuck shit. Come on. So how did Slim look or sound? That's my baby dear. <laughs> no, I'm Fuck kidding. Yikes. All right. He, I mean, he fine as Maywine. So oh, that's okay. that. Um, Surprising. How, <laughs> how did he sound? He sounded like uh, he was interested. Yes. He sounded like uh, he wanted to be present. Mm-hmm. He was entertaining. Okay. You know, I think that um, he was enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Still talking about the podcast here. Let's be clear. Yeah, no. he was he was cool. He was cool. He was cool though. I give you that. Anybody who brings me new foods in this city, you know what? And this and this is episode in. So obviously he came back. You know, we already had a second date with him. Yeah. He, we did. He, he was he was thoroughly he, you know he was engaging enough engaging. That, yeah, that he, we wanted him to come back right when he when he sent out that mandatory text three days later talking about some you want to eat I'm like um, hell yeah, yeah bring me hell biscuits yeah. <laughs> bring hell me. yeah feed me biscuits exactly you know right yeah so, so yeah that was enough. cool it was engaging for sure and attentive for sure for sure so I feel like. I can just skip the next question. No, you need to ask it. Sparkle. Yes. Would you love or leave? I think it's up to the people listening. (laughs) Oh, true. It's up for them. It's up to them to vote. So, um, you asking me personally, he definitely gets a vote. Oh, does he? (laughs) He does. Does he he ever? He gets a sparkle vote. Um, but you know, we here for the people. It's the people's week. (laughs) Deep down, I feel like for the people, it's people's week. (laughs) I just feel like being contradictory and being like, no, fuck that shit. Yeah, but you fucking enjoyed him (laughs) and the biscuits. So shut the fuck up. Did. That was honestly hands down, yeah, and he fed he fed us like these delicious ass that's honey dipped butter dipped biscuits. That's where that nigga really gets. And me. he won her. He definitely won Tina Dynamite. He Tina did. Andromedon, <laughs> Tina D. He all really of her did. herself over all, all my the fat selves because the collective is fat as fuck, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he won everybody over with the biscuits. Sure did. I can't so, even yeah. lie. But yeah, no, I think he was he was dope. All right, so. After that, mm-hmm. <laughs> so after that mm-hmm. situation with him, 
which was great. We fucked up a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> How did we fuck oh, up? Oh wait, well we didn't fuck up. Not really. Yeah, I okay. think we should wait. Okay, to so do that we, one, we do that one very last. Yeah. So then our next bachelor was who? At oh Jake from State Farm. <laughs> We had Jake De La Ghetto. Jake De La Ghetto is great. Jake De La Ghetto, listen. If I could vote right I'm now mad. for all the people, Jake I'm De La so Ghetto gets right my now. vote. Jake De La Ghetto is everything. First of all. <laughs> okay, let's, let's. But you got to have Tina D with laryngitis to speak on Jake De La Ghetto. Obviously, because laryngitis Tina D had other things to say. Right, yeah, for sure. I don't speak for that bitch. Uh, Jake De La Ghetto was amazing. Okay, so how he sounded amazing. Oh, he sounded amazing. Did he's, he look amazing? He's a cutie patootie, yeah. He is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. And so I take it he paid attention. He definitely paid attention. He, <laughs> he, paid, he paid all the attention. Did he pay too much attention? He had a comment on top of comment on top of comment. <laughs> Like, I wanted him to pick up his phone a little bit. Like, okay, you listening too intently? Yeah, give me a break a little bit. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, love him or leave him? Definitely love him. All right. But Jake DeLaghetto is moving. He's moving to, to VA. So, yeah, he's not really an option. That's how it always goes, isn't it? I know the good ones, like, they either marry, got to relocate, you relocate. know. Relocate. Imprisoned but reformed and found Jesus. Got like, a secret family in yeah, Honduras. Like, like know, what the hell? So Jake De La Ghetto is not an option, but he was dope to have on the show. Well, I shout thoroughly out, enjoyed him. Shout out to Jake De La Ghetto. He's one of my favorite people <laughs> in yes, the world. Yes, mine too, for sure. But, um, okay, and then let's, let's, for the ending part of this, we fucked up. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah we did so let's talk, yes we did we talk talked a little, a little bit, bit about the fact that we overbooked ourselves we did we brought extra pussy <laughs> to the table well we didn't bring extra pussy it's the same quality well, no, of you're right. we didn't have enough pussy for the table that's we, probably a better way to put it we did not <laughs> we came with the same pussy in a larger table <laughs> larger table larger quantity um, so we had B Smitty back for a second date. For a second date. Mm-hmm. While we also were on a first date. Was on a first date. With Crispy. With Crispy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to tackle this. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the date. <laughs> it was a mess. It was. If y'all made that it. That was through, episode L, so feel free to revisit that if you're listening to episode N and you missed episode L. Yeah, get back to it because uh, it was a mess. It was a mess, but it was a it was fun. fun. It, was, it was fun. It was a fun ass day. I it feel was, like we got drunk and went glow bowling or some shit. Some shit. It was nice. We turned the fuck glow up. Glow bowling, glow skating, glow putt putt. Nobody got anything in the hole. We was just shooting shit. Just shooting shit out here. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, B Smitty was was apprehensive at first. B Smitty was upset. Well, what did you be like? I think he was a little, you know, upset that it wasn't as focused of a date. <laughs> It was not. He's so, a little upset with the with so the other guy at the table. So here's the thing, okay? So you know, we decided to divide and conquer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, you took Crispy, and I took uh, B Smitty, right? But in real life, bitch, listen, little bit <laughs> wanted to swap. <laughs> Why did you want to swap? Because what's his name? Crispy was up. 
Like just breathing into the mic the wrong way. You know how that go. Yeah. So what did you think about him? Well, I'll say this. I like both gentlemen, obviously, because B. Smitty got a second date. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that they both sound pretty well. They look very well. Right. And uh, I will. A little light skin buffet happening over there. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So, you know. And now that the score is even and we they've both gotten, you know, an official second date, I feel like it's really up to the people from here. Because I like them both. I think they're, we could, you know, love both of them. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. So they definitely have to be in the poll. Okay. Okay. Did you think that uh, Crispy was attentive? Yes. I do too. I think he was. I enjoyed my day. My day was good. Yeah, it was good until the end and it got too real. Yeah, got, yeah, that's when Michael <laughs> needed to bring us our shit so we could go. Yeah, Michael had to go. He had to, yeah, bring us our coats. Yeah. But for a first date, that was amazing. And then the second date so. was love, really nice, too. I would love to, um, you know, do that again. A third time? A third time, for sure. <laughs> We're going to let the people figure out if they want to see him a third time. Because otherwise, it's just us doing shit. Because, you know, I think the last date, like, for episode M, he was dope. You know, I I, I enjoyed the second date. Right. And uh, possibly, too. you know, a third. But I feel like a third date means, like, you here now. Right. That's so the, the thing. people need to decide Nobody if you're going to be get, here now. <laughs> Nobody can get a third date because the third date is when you got to give up the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm going to need the people to vote if we're going to give up the pussy exactly. or not. So, we can't yeah. be just out here like, like that. Like, who did you like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But second, you know, second date is cool. But Crispy's second date was cool. You it know? was. I liked him talking about our little M. Yeah. He did a good job. He did a great job. He really did. So we will see. But that's it for our ride home. Yes. Go to the nacho cart. Vote. Vote. There's no electoral college. It's just your vote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's effective. It is exactly what you see. Yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. So participate. Go vote. You ain't never been to the nacho cart. Now's your time. Yeah. Because I know how many of y'all come on there. <laughs> See who graduate to the next stage, bitches. <laughs> Vote. Vote. <laughs> but yeah, so. All right. Well, now we all caught up. Everybody caught up to speed. That's where those the, those be the niggas. Those be the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> that be the niggas. That be them. So go vote, vote, vote. Let us know who you want to have back. Please. And uh, yeah. All you right. Know, all right, so in which up until now has been for niggas, mm-hmm. but now I'm gonna do my end. Is that how we doing it? Yes, or are you doing yours? Yes. No. What is your end, Tina D? So my end this week is for niceties. It's a complicated ass mess, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Shut it off. <laughs> Shut that shit off before I take the shit from you. Thank you. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, All right. What the fuck is your end? I'm sorry. My bad. Niceties. Niceties. Oh, okay. Right. So, you know, the world is a complex, complicated ass mess right now. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I just want to talk about how- Like white people in niceties? I'm talking about niceties across the board. I don't understand why on earth it is so fucking hard to just 
follow basic, simple human interaction rules. Okay. All right. So, so, like, so are you going to give us a list of things we should do? This is the thing. The list is short as fuck. So I am giving a list, but it's short as fuck. Okay. Step one, examine yourself. What groups do you fall under? Are you black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever the fuck? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pick your race. Pick your gender. Don't care what it is. Pick one. Whatever, whichever Wait, one I'm it sorry. is. Do you hear ice cream truck or am I drunk? <laughs> no, that's ice cream truck for <laughs> okay. sure. I had to fucking figure. I had to find out before you continue. No, but listen. Whatever, whatever you identify as, find all the groups, all the boxes that you check off. Figure out what they are. Have those. Step two. If you do not fall under, if, if, Something comes up and you want to make a comment on something, but it ain't one of them boxes you checked off. Don't fucking say shit. If it's about gay people and you don't identify as gay, then either find a gay person who wants to comment on the information. If they don't, then guess what? You don't get to comment. That's it. It's not your community. It's very simple. Step three. Treat everybody like a motherfucking human being. You would think that that wouldn't have to be like it's a explained to people. That's it. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. Why is that so hard for I people? I don't fucking know. I don't. That's it. Fucking know why it's so fucking difficult. Because people like, are assholes. That's why. This is the thing. Everybody. And people, and some people are miserable, and so they want other people to be miserable. Everybody feels like you have a right. I don't have no right to comment on anything that has to do with LGBT community. I don't have a right to comment on um, the Latino community. Right. I don't have a right to really comment. And be respectful of other people's cultures. Like, it's not that fucking hard. It's not. Keep your fucking mouth shut if you have nothing nice to say. If you, Didn't we learn that shit in kindergarten? It is a kindergarten-ass motherfucking fuck up if world. you ain't got nothing nice to say. It is very fucking simple. And then when you are interacting with people, because A, it's nobody's job to identify themselves fully to you. So some people use the excuse like, oh, well, I didn't know that this person was X, Y, or Z. It shouldn't matter. You know why? Because you should treat everybody like a motherfucking human. Yes, absolutely. Surprise, bitch. They're all They're human. fucking human. <laughs> That's it. It don't matter who they like to fuck. Who, what they want you, what their pronouns are. And that's none of your fucking business furthermore. It is not. You know what your business is? Yourself and treating other people like just human beings. Yeah. If people, if people in general could regard people the same way most people regard just like household pets. I don't know why that shit goes over better. If you have to think of everybody as a dog and, and yeah, I have no idea what the uh, what the affinity for pets is where it will cause you to treat a pet better than you treat a, a, treat a human. I think that's know, ridiculous. But every single day in this dumpster fire when I look up shit every single motherfucking day when I look up shit it is if it's about a fucking dog or a rare bird or some other shit People are up in arms. Meanwhile, black man number 635 yeah. fucking got shot yesterday. Right, right. Nobody gives a fuck. Right. But you care about little dead ass uh, canine police dog over here. I'm just saying. They got a fucking GoFundMe. Shout this out to St. Clair Shores, Michigan, with y'all whole asses. Hey. 
Fuck no, for real. Fuck them. That's some crazy shit. Uh-huh. That's a real scenario where a black man got killed. Are you shitting me? Yeah, no, for real. A black... I thought you were making this shit up. No, no, no. A black man got killed at a baby shower. It was his baby shower. Okay. They shot the daddy. Holy fuck. And um, nobody knows what really happened, but a canine police dog was killed. They don't know if it was a police officer who killed the dog by accident in trying to shoot the black man or if the black man killed the dog. Okay. Um, But a police dog died. And there was an actual GoFundMe for the, for dog. the police dog. Not the man Meanwhile, who has an unborn child. The man with the unborn child who is now deceased was being villainized. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's where we are. Okay, so niceties subpart B that I'm adding right the fuck now is also, <laughs> if you are not part of <laughs> this community of people that are expressing fucking feelings that they have. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, for real, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, like, seriously, I'm so, so... With the cactus. Uniquely annoyed with the fact that you can then decide how anyone should express, voice, whatever words you want to use, their feelings Mm -hmm. about a thing Mm -hmm. that pertains to their community because it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable, go sit in that shit somewhere else. Right. Like, I don't understand the need to express that And I don't understand the type of person who will really um, feel like my discomfort is greater than your comfort in your culture. Right. So I don't understand a thing where I'm uncomfortable with a thing about you. Right. That so much so that I'm going to now share that and spread that instead of shutting the fuck up and going home and just sitting in my shit myself. Right. I'm going to inflict my discomfort upon you even though I'm uncomfortable about your fucking culture. Right. Because the reverse of that shit is, okay, so let's let's reverse it for the people that want to play devil's advocate right because mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. talking about the marginalized versus the majority right, right? Mm-hmm. so let's switch it around right okay okay so some shit happens to y'all like i don't know taylor swift can't eat another <laughs> fucking sandwich i don't know <laughs> i don't know what the fuck Wait, happens to y'all <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm not from the community and i'm not here to say <laughs> that i know but some shit happens to y'all that's what? upsetting to y'all right my thing is never once has 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 a white person being upset mm-hmm. about some shit that happens to them right. and them alone. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Never once have them being upset about some shit that happens in their culture ever once evoked any sort of rage in me. No. That is for because y'all to deal with. Because it be a bunch with. of fucking first world problems. My thing is, well, like Amber Crombie ran out of skinny pants. But my thing like, is, what? even though I feel like it's first world and I feel like there are people dying and you should not be concerned with this even the fucking dog okay yeah, let's say I don't, I don't give a fuck about animals i'm sorry let's say let's even take the dog because they get up in arms by a lot of like a lot, animal yeah the things. whole sarah mclaughlin commercial right, sure. shit but never once have i attacked somebody no for being upset about i a keep dog. my comments to myself because i respect even though i don't i don't understand it or i agree respect, with it i respect you enough as a human to go okay well for whatever reason you care about this pet so i'm gonna shut the fuck up and walk over and here my let own you business. care about the pet and let you care about this. That's pet. the that's the nicety barometer I'm trying to get people. Yeah, on. I think it's fucking bullshit. But okay, exactly. Pam, sure, Susan. It should be. It just should be reciprocated. Black eyed peas. 
all that's happening is that I want it to be reciprocated. If yeah. I let you cry over this dog, you should let me cry or or yell or scream or do whatever the fuck I need to do mm-hmm. about niggas fucking dying. Right. In the streets. Yeah. Which is sorry, far more um, valuable than oh, it absolutely <laughs> is Fido, in my mind. But again, it's not my job. To let that's you not know my that. Job. No, it's not. I was, I was about to say the same thing. It's not my job to teach you no. about humanity. So if you feel like you want to value the life of a pet over the life of a human, I'm going to pray for you. That's cool. Whatever. Do what you got to I'm do. not going to come for you, though, because no. I got other shit to do. That's also the problem is that they don't have other shit to do. That is the problem. They ain't got, no, they ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You have no natural predator. Fuck else you got to do. That is the issue. Other than more than the death of a pet. Exactly. So fuck you. Yep. But I'm going to say fuck you in my in the privacy and comfort of my own home. And not I'm not going to take my fuck you to you. To you because you're in your feelings right now. Be in them. Yeah, exactly. Have them. Mm-hmm. But don't come and infringe upon mine. No. Surprise, that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> I just I wanted that's to be good, mad. Though. That's a good end. <laughs> I just Niceties. wanted to be mad. Niceties. Let's take that shit seriously. Please, And if guys. you are a, mar- a part of a, of a marginalized group, you know, someday when you fucking fed up, check a fucking person. Check a motherfucker as a part of the majority. <laughs> just check Nancy. Legalese, legalese. I'm just saying, you, you don't have to take that shit. <laughs> legalese, legalese, legalese. Tis the tacos not don't responsible get fired, for fuck though. shit. <laughs> like, compose a really, you know, angry email. <laughs> Send it to a person. Yeah. You know, Do don't that. like get violent at work. I need you to keep that job. Absolutely. Yeah. Jobs are hard. Good jobs are hard to come by. They are. So. And keep them. But no, that's a good end, Tina. But that's my end. I I really do appreciate that. There you go. So what's your end? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) About to get real, real. Real, real. (laughs) For God so loved the world, he gave us a good crib. The late, great. Neighborhood Nip. Snoop, chapter 48, verse 1. <laughs> my end. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, can we not have them come at us? No, nah, they not. First okay. of all, this is Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> I want him to get all the money for anything I play on this bitch, so you ain't got to worry about me acting like this shit belongs to us. It does not. <laughs> it does not, and we will pay y'all. Quite honestly, you yes, the fuck we will. Listen here, yep. But uh, so okay, my end is for neighborhood nip. Oh, the late, the great Nipsey Hustle. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, uh, as we all know, he was taken from us way too soon a couple months ago. Entirely. Entirely. Way, way, way too soon. Yes. And we could not do. A completed season of this podcast without acknowledging him and everything that he's done for um, for us, for people who look like us. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I think my, my thing is that he was he wasn't just your everyday run of the mill rapper. He was a whole ass human being um, who was living the shit that he was rapping. Yeah. You know, he really, truly was gifted and prolific ahead of his time. And he remained consistent. Um, he was a pioneer. He taught be, br- by bringing shit to fruition. That was the way that he taught through action. You know, and um, <laughs> isn't that like remarkable? Yeah, like it really is. Like for real, novelty. It, it is. You know, like he taught niggas 
truly the not to value the to value themselves, but the value of themselves. Yeah. Um, and he believed in himself and his squad, his community, and his people. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all still deeply, you know, feeling the loss of him. Yeah. Because he truly was a king. You know, he had a vision and was actively, like I said, bringing it to fruition. So there, I think there's a void left, not only in the rap community or in the Crenshaw, like South LA area, but around the globe. I would agree. You know? Yeah. So, um, and it's crazy because I didn't, I wasn't a person that followed all his music. I wasn't either. I was a person that followed what he was doing and it was fucking remarkable. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I just, I loved every bit of it. Like, loved and respected every bit of it. Because I'm always here for somebody doing something for us. Yes, absolutely. And so many people, so many people are out there and trying to do it. And if they can, that's great. You know? And he was a person who, you know... Unfortunately, through his demise, has now inspired a globe to genuinely um, get out there and make a difference. Like for real, um, <laughs> like <laughs> this is one of my one of my favorites. <laughs> I play this shit every day. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking hustle and motivate. You know that's really what he was all about. Yeah. Like, for real, he was Ermius Asgadon was a motherfucking visionary. Pull up in motorcade. Yeah. I got a show today. Yes, hustle and motivate. Like that's it, nigga. You know, it's like through his through his literal um, literal hustling and motivating. He sold one thousand copies of his mixtape Crenshaw mm-hmm. for one hundred dollars each. Mm-hmm. This nigga sold a mixtape. For one hundred dollars, it was it was a dope mix. He got though. the idea, of, but listen to this. He got the idea from reading a book about how to create buzz and make people talk about shit and make shit go viral. There was an example in the book about a nigga who sold slices of cheesecake for hundred dollars. Slices of cheesecake. Slices of cheesecake for hundred dollars. And this nigga ended me, up please. on Oprah because it angered people and it made people and it made other people curious. That so much so, so much conversation around the cheesecake, he fucking ended up on Oprah. And so, um, a hundred dollars, yeah, a hundred dollars a slice. Yeah, if I had known that too, I I get why you can't get past that as a thing. It made people, some people angry. Yeah, I get it. But so, so Nip was reading this shit in the book and he decided, like, oh shit, like I need to follow suit because whether it pissed you off or made you happy, it created a conversation around your product. So then he decided to sell Crenshaw for a hundred dollars. And not only did he sell it for hundred dollars, but he sold out of the fucking copies in twenty four hours, netting himself a hundred thousand fucking dollars. That's crazy. in twenty four hours. Jay Z purchased a hundred copies of that shit. He only made a thousand. Jay Z purchased a hundred <laughs> copies of that shit. Wow. They were numbered. They were autographed, and they included a ticket to an upcoming show. Yeah, so that's my favorite thing of all his things, actually. I think that shit is incredible. Yeah, like so how everything in his store comes with like a like a audio with some sort of track or something from him. Yeah. That is like legitimately one of my favorite things about how he decided to market his things yes. and put them together because he's really taking advantage of technology in a way that literally nobody else really is right now. And he did. And it's funny that you said that because so, okay, 
Another thing that he did, he purchased, along with his squad, his brother and a couple of his best friends, um, and his business partner, Dave Gross, he purchased the strip mall in Crenshaw where Marathon Clothing Store actually is. And not only that, not only did he own the shit, but he had plans to develop it into a six-story mixed-use residential and commercial complex. Oh, wow. There'd be a barbershop, a restaurant, and other stores. So Marathon Clothing Store that he had in this um, strip mall that he owned was like the first smart store that a rapper owned. Yeah. And the Marathon Clothing Store, he sold T-shirts for like a buck fifty. And these T-shirts, you were able to take your phone and scan the images on the shirt That's the as shit. a QR code. Right? Which then led you to like unreleased music and shit. I know. That shit is fucking insane. The fact that that no other store is still doing it. Like, no other, nobody was doing it before and nobody's doing it now. Right, what the fuck? You talk about truly being prolific and being a fucking pioneer. And like, watch, watch how that shit is going to end up being a thing. Truly. Like, yeah. for real, for real. Like, this nigga, he, but he told everybody, this nigga said, I ain't like you other rap niggas. <laughs> like, he was telling y'all niggas, he wouldn't even hear, like, nigga, you not even on my fucking level, nigga. No, literally, he's like, the embodiment of that meme. Nigga, let me tell y'all something. I'm, I'm gonna knock everything over on this motherfucking table. <laughs> Nigga, like he literally was not like any other rap nigga. He was doing, he wasn't just doing it. He was, he wasn't just talking about it. He was doing it. Yeah. In addition to owning um, the strip mall where Marathon Clothing Store is, and let me just add, like to date since his passing, this the Marathon Clothing Store has netted ten million fucking dollars. Ten Fuck yeah. million dollars. A black yep. man from the hood, didn't finish fucking high school, brilliant as fuck, self-taught, self-made, made $10 million motherfucking dollars mm. post-death. Like, after he died, he made $10 million. And that's without my money, because I ain't even got there yet. I'm Let trying to say, get there. That's, that for, first of all, <laughs> I contributed to that $10 million. I know you and did. And I'm still waiting on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Marathon closing story. See, like, you, but it's cool. Y'all take your time. I'm not in the rush. You, you know me and my Aquarian ass. I'm gonna wait two years and be like, you know what I'm gonna get my my marathon closing <laughs> shit because I just don't want to get the shit with no, everybody. For real. Seriously though, like seriously. In a, so okay, so in addition to you know being a pioneer, selling his his mixtape for a hundred dollars, and you know making um. 100 racks in 24 hours, 100,000 racks in 24 hours, and having marathon clothing Ooh. and owning a strip mall, this man launched a co-working space and STEM program mm. called Vector 90 to create links between the talent, the talented brown babies in poor neighborhoods and opportunities in Silicon Valley. So, mm. like, you could rent mm. space to work in this building or children could apply to the STEM program that was being, that that building was housing. So he really, truly wanted to provide an alternative to gang culture. He didn't yeah. just say it. He was making it happen. That was a thing that had already existed. It wasn't in the works. It had already, Vector 90 yeah. was, was up and running. Yeah. So kids were already, you know, in that, in that program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, in the song, you know, A Million While You Young, he says, can't be chasing pussy, switch your ways up. Can't be <laughs> fucking off your loot. You gotta save up. So you're gonna probably feel trying to play us. Streets ain't for everybody. Get your grades up. So, like, even he, he was rapping that shit to the kids listening to him. He yeah. donated to the schools that he attended and gave back to the community. He genuinely tried to be, you know, an idol and a role model for the children in that hood and, and was, you know, there to actually say, this gang shit, this street shit, this dope shit mm -hmm. ain't for everybody. 
some of y'all legit need to focus on your fucking grades and not only focus on your grades, but when you done, when you graduate and you graduate with the grades, I got you. I got a program over here to put you in, yeah. the, in the position and that's to the excel. Difference. That's the difference. It's like people, because when you take like your, uh, this is a good example because fuck this nigga. Um, when you take your like Bill Cosby, like, oh, these little black boys need to be uh, need to pull their pants up and act and play into all of these respectability things. What are you providing for them? Right. Why are you not meeting people where they're at? The thing that I love the most about him, because it's a philosophy that I really, really get on board with is the fact that um, is the fact that he met them where they were at and then lifted them. Yes. That's the difference. Yes. Yes, like he did. meet them where they're at first yes. and then lift them because you know why they're there. Right. That's exactly. my thing. You deciding that they need to just do better is you disregarding the fact that they were part put there. Yes. In the first place. Yes. Yes. But yeah. Load of motherfucking transportation, nigga. Loaded bases, nigga. Like this nigga was making boss motherfucking moves boss moves with his business partner like okay and on top of everything else that he was doing like he partnered with DJ Khaled and other artists other niggas with money to partner and make um to invest in a syndicate in, in a bid to acquire the leasehold for the Viceroy Santa Monica which was gonna be a 162 room luxury beach hotel like this nigga was legit not just out here for you know his neighborhood and you know um his personal crenshaw community and you know people that he was deciding to not only grow from and be around but it was for every fucking body he was doing shit in real estate he owns um not just the strip mall but he also owned a fucking hair boutique in the same fucking area and was also trying to build a 162 room luxury beach hotel so he was out here like making major fucking real estate moves on top of that he was owning the clothing store he was owning the hair boutique he was fucking doing vector 90 he was making music and um you know selling this mixtape and shit and on top of that had this whole hotel thing in the works as well so he was legit like out here you know diversifying his portfolio in the in the realest and biggest possible fucking way right. it was absolutely amazing right um so you know he had that i think one of my favorite things about him though is that he was an advocate for ownership and entrepreneurship yes. um among artists no not just um you know in in the black community and trying to remind us that we needed to own our own things he owned all of his masters he owned all the rights to all of his music um but as an artist and you know i'm a creative and so he was a creative and yeah. he was a creative who encouraged other creatives to possess the rights to their material, not just give your shit away. Right. And because, that's important. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think enough people talk about. I do think that there are some artists in our community that do it, that learned at some point to do that for themselves. But what I love about him above everybody else, because like if you look at like your Jay Z's and Beyonce's and all that sort of stuff yeah. and those sort of people who have learned that lesson, yeah. You know, they do it. Yeah. Right? 
but uh, he showed and told everybody else to do the same. Nigga, dedication, hard work, and patience, nigga. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, you know, it was real, you know. Yeah. And so um, he lives it. And like I said, you know, for artists, he encouraged them to own his, their own, the rights to their, their product. And even after he partnered with Atlantic Records to release Victory Lap, which was also Grammy nominated, let's say that. Yes, it, it was. was. Grammy nominated. Mm-hmm. And he had done eight mixtapes before that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but even after he decided, you know, he was going to do the major label part, um, he re- he managed somehow to retain control over his own work. He retained control over the roster and was not under exclusive license to Atlantic or any other label. Right. So he came to Atlantic with his own fucking rules. Right. He's like, sure, I'll partner with you, you know, because I'm I'm worth it. I'm mm-hmm. valuable. I got, you know, you got something I want. But trust me, I'm the motherfucking I, I'm I'm the one that you need to be choosing. I'm but, the catch here. But and the two things that allow you to do stuff, at least that I feel like he exudes, the two things that allow you to do that is a, a, a enough of an esteem of yourself to yes, know that absolutely. you are worth. He was them a king. Waiting. He was a true king. And then number two is the patience to do so. Absolutely. Because you look at how long he been doing stuff. He been doing stuff for a long time. What happens a lot of times with with um anybody trying to come up with this mm-hmm. is that you get impatient yep. you can't get impatient yep. waiting on the thing that's proper and for you and so you know what's crazy is now i start my day every day i you know i walk i walk three miles in the morning every morning because i'm trying to lose weight yeah um but when i'm while i'm walking i'm listening to him and i go through the whole victory lap album and i genuinely try to you know pick up the keys that he's dropping especially dedication hard work and patience because it's easy to just say that Mm -hmm. but it's it's difficult to really put them all together and take them in as a collective because you need all three in order to be successful you need the dedication and the commitment you can't Mm -hmm. waver you know what i mean you need the you need the hard work even when shit you know feels like you 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 lose and shit and you sacrifice and shit Mm -hmm. and then above all you need the patience because Mm -hmm. it may not happen at this moment You, you can find on youtube right now you know this man was consistent you right. can look back 10 years and he was talking and he, the same shit that he talking he's in the fucking been doing this. Album. that's the thing if the thing that i really want people to look at is like all these tapes surface and all these videos right him surface the same the same thing that he was saying when he died however he was saying he's been a saying decade it ago 10 years, 10 years ago. ago yeah Mm-hmm. And the thing is, and, and ten years ago he didn't have half the half the shit that he got right now. That's the patience part. If yeah. you got the talent and you got the dedication and you've been putting forth the work, it might take a long time to get where you're trying to get to. But when you get there, it's going to look the way that you want it to look. He and definitely that's what he knew. Absolutely, he changed the narrative. He changed the narrative of black men. He changed the narrative of black men from um, gang communities and super, you know, very poor communities Mm -hmm. he changed the narrative for artists you know not being a part of the lion's share of the profits and creating content but having a wide product line you know he was set before um he was taken from us to meet with lapd to discuss the beginning of a gang truce which gratefully actually ended up happening you know in his name the gangs all kind of came together and you know they met and shit and decided to you know call a ceasefire or whatever the fuck they call it in la i'm from detroit i don't don't know how that works i don't know how that shit works Um, but i appreciate the images that i saw on social media i do too uh, where it seemed like, you know, black folks were at peace for a change. Um, but he, he was creating an art museum for children. Mm. Um, to also, you know, for the, for the artist babies, for the creative babies mm. who wanted to paint and, and sculpt and, and do that kind of thing. Um, he just, he employed those who were down on their luck. Yeah. Who most folks with money would have ignored. Was he going you know, to get clothes for somebody who going, just got out? Yeah, somebody yeah. just been released and he 
was trying to get them together and get them set up so that they could thrive. He was he was a, a person who put other people in positions to mm-hmm. thrive and to excel. He saw the potential in other folks. He saw the potential and not in, just in, in, in a brown community. And I think that that's just so admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a risk taker. And he actually said that he never felt comfortable sitting down when there was shit to be done. Yep. And I just think that that's so uplifting to mm-hmm. feel like, you know, we always, um, there's always an opportunity to grind, to do more, to, you know, not just identify your purpose, but to walk in it, to live in it, and to really decide, like, I'm going to commit myself to doing shit, not just for myself, but for other people. And he lived for the betterment of other people. Yeah. And Lauren London said that um, he went to sleep listening to audiobooks. She was talking about how much he, how, the ways in which he absorbed information. And I just thought that was dope too, because they yeah. like to act like black men aren't intelligent and black men don't read and black men don't take in, you know, knowledge and wisdom. And the fact that he fell asleep just listening to audiobooks and decided, like, I'm going to implement the things that I'm listening and learning was dope. Yeah. And it was dope for people who listen to his music and mm-hmm. for those who met him and are following him in his community, the young black children who are male specifically yeah who can say you know he looked like me you know he a hood nigga like me he came from right. where i come from look like me for real for real yeah for he's real had it. He got, like he, you know he, he's had it mm-hmm. you know he didn't even finish high school but he's out here you know doing what mm-hmm. needs to be done for the community and, and and telling me that i need to do these things and follow these steps if i want to be successful and none of it includes selling drugs or going to jail right and i just think that's just amazing um mm-hmm. and lastly and dealing with this and coping with this because I've really been bothered since his, his death. Yeah. Um, Joyner Lucas in Devil's Work really summed up my feelings about this shit. Like, and even a couple months later, you know, we're here talking about it. Like, I still feel hurt, but I also feel yeah. motivated and changed. <laughs> Me I, too. I, I am. I'm hurt, but yeah. I'm also motivated and changed and feel compelled to really do better and do more and take mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be doing seriously. Yeah. You know, I agree so. With that. That's 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 kind of where I'm at with all of it, but you know, <laughs> you know. Lastly, you know, I just feel like niggas don't don't understand like what the fuck we supposed to be here for. <laughs> and if you ain't grinding, what the fuck you doing, like nigga? Like that's it. On my life, I be grinding on my life. All right, so because <laughs> I could do this all night. All right, you Anywho, really could, and I could, and I do some days. <laughs> All right. So, but that is my end. Neighborhood nip. The late, the great neighborhood nip. R.I.P. R.I.P. All right. Sounds good. Takes us to life hacks. It's life hack time. Who going first? I can go first because it goes right with what I was talking about. Okay. Well, go for it, babe. So, my life hack Mm -hmm. on your own shit. (laughs) (laughs) Own your own shit. Yeah. Spend your money with people who look like you. Amen. You know, I love that. You know, black folks, we get caught up in like, you know, label shit and wanting to go to the suburbs and the good areas and, you know, do Sometimes. this and that. Nigga, fuck that. If you can buy J's from these white folks, if you can go out to the bougie ass malls and shit mm-hmm. and go to Nordstrom's and Saks and Neiman's and Louis and all that shit, people who you don't can give support a shit about people you. who look like you, yeah, you who can. are trying to get business off the ground. You can support them. Spend with your own folk. Ariana, who got her whole her whole this new was not line. a plug for Fenty. This child will plug Fenty in anything. I don't give a damn what we're talking about. She gonna be like, go buy Fenty Galaxy Palette. I'm just saying, if I'm buying makeup, I'm buying it from her. Nah, but for real. Oh, and, and lastly, mm-hmm. buy your nip shit from a marathon clothing store. Please don't buy like, it on eBay people, from it's other kind niggas. Of people selling like all kind of like bootleg ass shit. They like took no, the old bits down. That's they what did. I appreciate. You thank God. 
But so like like come on y'all y'all go to the come actual on, website and buy the real shit. Right. You know support Imani and Cross even though they good <laughs> support the babies. Right. Go buy real authentic things and Fair that enough. is my life hack. <laughs> Wonderful. My life hack is literally so simpatico with yours. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 My life hack is get you and keep you a bougie best friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know why? Because if you don't happen to be the bougie best friend. Um, that really works out in your favor whenever you feel like being bougie. Like, <laughs> my best friend is so extra. Your best friend is also one of my really good friends, and she is. <laughs> she is so heavily bougie. But if, let me tell you something about how all the high-end stuff I got, if it's from nail polish to hair products to whatever the fuck else, you know, fancy fucking food, shit that I don't want to pay for, all I got to do is mention it to this bitch one time. And she's like, oh, yeah, let's go do this. Bet. She is everything. She is amazing. And she I love is. her. And she always gets free child care from me. I'm not a mooch. I also get free child care from you. Exactly. So I'm not a mooch. But I babysit that's your child. all these kids. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not babysitting your kid. <laughs> that's me properly caring for my kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but her kids, who are just my guy babies, I, I'm free anytime she wants to. They live around the corner. I take care of them. And that I feel is a so. What do you get exchange. from a bougie best friend though? Dog, she's got organic nail polish. That's I'm, my. I'm, I'm pardon. <laughs> I didn't know. Or I didn't know that there was a difference. Kelly, <laughs> you just going to try to hey, put her business out here. Excuse me. She got a whole line of this shit. This is your moment, Kelly. <laughs> girl, can I come to your house, girl? First of all, bitch, I'm taking that whole line of organic nail polish from her today. Fair enough. <laughs> but you can come share mine. And we can just both reap the ven- awesome. benefits of my bougie best friend. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my life hack. That's my only life hack. Go find you that's one great. of them bitches with disposable income and mm-hmm. high standards. Because I ain't that bitch. Nor am I. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we married. But you're right. Because we equally yoked in this bitch. But yeah, so um, this episode has been brought to you by the letter N. Yes. Um, come to the Nacho Cart, guys. It is time to vote. So please vote for your favorite bachelor. Vote Who for your fave. Who gets the second or third date for a Beast couple of Mitty, our lucky ones? The villain, Maceo, you know, let us know. Black Panther, Slim, you know, Crispy. Who are you going to feel, feel free to comment as well. We want you to vote, which is quick. Because I know, you know, everybody's But tell us what you liked and what you didn't like. But also comment as well. If you just want to, you know, drag somebody, do do it. I'm here for the dragging of certain folks. First so of all, it will be so entertaining. Sparkle, if you're trying to drag somebody. <laughs> yeah, tag Sparkle. Don't, I may or may not be a part of that. Don't tag me. <laughs> but, um, yes, also go to iTunes and uh, rate us five stars while you're at it. Anything five stars else? and five stars only. Yeah, anything else, you can... Uh, Keep it. Yeah, we don't want it. Keep that shit. Take that shit somewhere else. And um, you can always find us, subscribe and share and all that jazz. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast now because they changed that shit, but whatever. <laughs> and Podcast Addict. Oh, and Podcast Which Addict. Which we found out today. We sure the fuck <laughs> did today. Yeah. So you I was know, today years old when I found out about podcast addicts. Apparently, but we're on that shit too. So you know, uh, like us, subscribe, mm-hmm. and don't miss an episode. And until next week, eat a taco, rub some titties, and we'll holla at you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye.
You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.